previously on Wow So Good Podcast. So hilarious to me. People have a harder time believing in God, who is all goodness, <laughs> and but then they have an easier time worshiping. And by worshiping, I mean like idolizing um, and holding on such a high pedestal. Like we put as Christians, we put God on that pedestal. Yeah. Um, we, we give him all the praise and the power. But with other people, sometimes they tend to, on accident too, put celebrities and people on that pedestal where God should be. Hey friends, thanks for tuning in. This is Wow So Good, episode eight, Exposing the Truth, part one. This is gonna be with Olivia Robinson, and I'm very excited for this two-part series called Exposing the Truth. So I hope you guys enjoy, and God bless you. Hello, Liv. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Introduce yourself. Um, Hi, everybody. I am Olivia Robinson, um, and I'm Taylor's friend and her guest today, and I'm so excited to be here. We're excited for you to be here. So I always give a little backstory on how I met my guest. Yeah. And I think, I think ours is a little interesting story. (laughs) It is, it is. It goes way back. It cracks me up. That's how genuinely clueless I was as to how I knew you. Like, so we technically were friends my fresh, our freshman year of high school. Yeah. um, When we went to the same high school and, uh, I don't know how I literally didn't connect the two. Like, I don't know how I was like, oh, I know I recognize her. And I right. kept seeing you in like posts with like mutual friends. And I was like, who? I was like, why do I literally recognize her? And then I genuinely thought that <laughs> you were my favorite character from Glee. Like, it was uncanny to me. Like, I was like, that is her. It was no question. That in my is mind. so funny. I just remember being like, I don't know, because I, I knew who you were talking about. No one has ever told me I look like her, by the way. That was, like, really? a first. Yes, literally, it was a first. And I knew who you were talking about, and I was like, I am so flattered, but she would be so insulted. Um, Not really, I'm kidding. But <laughs> I just was like, oh, my goodness, I have to tell her that, like, this is not me. Like, I'm not this famous person although I was so flattered and appreciated it and took it as a compliment 100% but then I was like I will just remind her of where she knows me from <laughs> remind her. well because I, I saw like I had the same like deal with you where I thought like okay I know who this girl is and then Parker did the podcast with you and I was like that is mm-hmm. Taylor from math class freshman year and it just like <laughs> took me back to when we were like 15 and in ninth grade and I was like that was literally ages ago it feels like years right it literally feels like years like ages yeah but oh my gosh that was so funny right I was like and then when you said it was you it all clicked in my brain I was like oh my gosh of course and I was yep But that was such a funny little story of the day. I love those. I love moments like that. We'll never forget that. We'll never forget that. Right? 
especially since like I just I fangirl over that character all the time and I was like and but I don't think I've ever actually like I don't like follow the actual actor on Instagram or something so I was like yeah and it doesn't help that I like have actress in my bio so you probably right that's what confused me yeah Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I didn't even think about that. Well, that was it. That was the reason. Yeah, I literally saw it. And I was like, that, I was like, that is her. Oh my God. I love that. I just love that story. Oh my goodness. And then I was mad at Parker because I was like, I was like, why on earth did Parker not tell me that she is a famous friend? She's so modest. Oh my goodness. Right? I literally <laughs> sat there and texted her and I was like, why did you tell me your friend? <laughs> and she was like, what are you talking, are you talking about? about? Yeah, not quite yet. That has not quite happened yet, but hopefully someday soon. We're manifesting. We that. are. We are, honestly. So today we have a really fun little topic. Um, I don't know if you would consider this topic more of like I think it's more of a, I wouldn't say it's technically lighthearted, but it's also not Mm. like extremely deep, like, like serious. It's kind of in the middle, which I like, but it's definitely a difference from um, last week's episode with um, Warren Zola with Christ plus culture. That was definitely a very lighthearted kind of gossipy talk. So yeah, (laughs) I love that. Let's switch it up. Yes. So today um, we still haven't come up with the title of this yet. So who knows what it'll be. But um, but this one is about we're going to be talking about our the younger half of our generation um, and how we just all need to focus on seeing ourselves through the eyes of God, how he sees us how um, we need to realize how much influence we do have as the younger generation and what we should be using that influence for. So we can kind of just start our conversation. Yeah. Um, talking about what do, what do you think about um, like, what is your first, what's a, what's one word that just comes to your brain when you think of our generation, like Gen Z, the lower half yeah. of it? Oh, wow. Hmm. One word. That is so hard. Like there, I know. There are like phrases that come to mind, but I think of just like words like resilient and tenacious, mm-hmm. just like things like that. <laughs> For me, I think I would say the first thing that comes to mind is is like TikTok for some yeah. reason. And yeah. then, but I think I think um just that by itself kind of reflects the whole idea of just social media and yeah. our generation with um being in such a media driven and technology driven culture. Um, which I was talking to um, my grandma the other day. Yeah. Um, I was talking about like how our society, our generation now is so, the way we've grown up is so different compared to how our parents grew up. Yep. And how sometimes I feel like we don't realize how different it is. Like, and it's funny to me because like oftentimes, with our parents will like make jokes and be like 
like our parents don't know certain things with like technology and stuff like that. Um, but I just find it so funny how like our generation likes we we've just grown up in such a time that it's just the new normal for like yeah. like like for like fourth graders to have like an iPhone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think the other day I saw someone online saying something about um, how like their younger sibling that was like in like third grade had a better phone than them. <laughs> and it honestly no. cracked up. I was but so I think mean. I was there for a short time. Right. Where my little brother had a better phone than I did because he like mm-hmm. got one when a new one came out. And then I already had mine, had had it for a long time. And for like a year, he had like a phone two generations above mine. (laughs) It's kind of crazy. It's literally insane. But it's just so funny to me because like, honestly, I'm really happy about the generation that we have grown up in because Mm. um, I feel like personally, um, like I feel like our upper half of Gen Z has been kind of more accepting technology wise. Yeah. I feel like, um, like when I was a kid, like I didn't get like my first phone until I was like, I don't even remember what age I was. It was like sometime in middle school, I think, but I was, um, but even at that, it wasn't even like a fancy phone. It was like a Motorola phone. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just funny to me because I feel like, you know, I never really, like, got teased about it or anything like that. Like, honestly, no one really cared. I just feel like everyone was kind of just like, oh, like, you have a phone, you know? Yeah. But I feel like I feel kind of bad for, like, the lower half of our generation that is in that time where literally they get, like, made fun of if they don't have, like, the newest phone. They don't have, like, oh, you don't have an Apple Watch. You don't have this or that like oh you don't have the newest kicks you know it's like such I feel like they're growing up in such like a judgmental culture yeah and I feel honestly I sympathize with them because it's like we want to make fun of like oh like they're so cringy like they're on like these different stuff but it's like the culture that they're growing up in is gonna be so different than even what the upper half of us grew up in because we've grown up I mean we're still very young but like we've grown up in a time when we still remember Hannah Montana and like stuff like that and they're growing up in a time where they honestly don't have that good of Disney shows yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's where I sympathize it's like oh my gosh what is this (laughs) I'm like I feel so bad for (laughs) y'all Yeah, no, you're right. It's just insane to me how, like, times change like that. Mm -hmm. And then just to think that, like, how it makes me feel old sometimes. Like, I'm like, we're still really young. Yeah. Like, geez, like, have I really been alive for a decade? And (laughs) some change, almost two. Yeah, almost two decades. Like, it's insane. But I just think that I think them growing up in such a media driven society has affected them more than we like to think it does Mm -hmm. and that's why I personally don't like it like if parents say to their kids that might be in that generation or might be really young they or they you know said to me in the past like oh like 
um, that's not how this should be done or um, stuff like that. I think that there needs to be a sympathy for, you know, a parent and child that are growing up in those two different generations because I feel like oftentimes some parents like to be like, oh, you know, because of course, you know, one day we're going to be parents and we're going to be in that mindset too of like, oh, they should be able to relate to me. Yeah. But you have to create that relatability, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's not going to create itself. Yeah. So, you know, because you have to, I think it all starts with acknowledging that there is a difference in society, a difference in how we've grown up. Yes. And, and just being like, it always cracks me up if like a parent is like, oh, like, just, you need to, like, go outside more, you need to blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it just cracks me up, because I'm just, like, the whole concept, like, I mean, obviously, we've all grown up in different times, and, like, our parents, when my parents were our age, you know, they didn't have, like, different stuff, like, they might have not had cell phones until way later, Yeah, like, it wasn't even, like, existed, like, there were I no know. iPhones, yeah. so it's just funny to me, it's just, like, hilarious how, when I was little, like, I still remember, like, when my parents, like, first got iPhones. Yeah. Because it was, it's, like, coming out. Yeah. Like- no, what's so crazy, like, I have, uh, my oldest sister was 25. And um, my mom was mentioning how my sister was, like, an infant, I think, when the first, like, Apple computer came out. Like, the, um, mm-hmm. the Macintosh or whatever it is. I don't even mm-hmm. know. Like, the weirdest thing. And the fact that, like. For a, such a long time, you watch TV shows even, like watching, um, like, Friends, for example, where yes. cell phones were, like, a scarcity. Like, you only had a phone if you were, like, top-tier business. Right. And other than that, you had to go somewhere where they had a landline to make a right. phone call. Like, I can't imagine getting in my right. car and driving somewhere and, like, not having a phone. Like, can you just imagine right. what they how much simpler their like life was than ours is like I don't leave my phone I mean I don't leave my house without my phone right ever I just don't exactly I couldn't even imagine it like it just comes with me with my wallet with like my water bottle like it just goes with me where I go and it's just so crazy that technology has only been fast speed for like 25 years at max. right like that is crazy we're still so early into we are it so and, and... early into it which is even scarier don't even get me started on like right? how far we could come because right? then I get into what the bible says and this will be kind of a different <laughs> podcast episode um but I won't go into that um but no it's just it is so so crazy and you mentioned like feeling really old and I was mm-hmm. trying to think, I was like, why do you, why do I agree with that? Like, why do I feel so old? And I realized that the reason we feel really old is because our generation category. So the Gen Z is only like viable for people who were born between 1995 and 2015. Mm. So we're literally at like the top, basically. Yeah, literally. And because I was born in 2002 same <laughs> yeah so like we literally are on like the the upper the cusp realm. of that mm-hmm. which is just so 
so weird. And I even feel like people <laughs> were almost not in Gen Z. <laughs> I know. I feel like the people um, between like the years of 1995, 96, 97, close around there really relate more to the millennials too I feel they do yeah yeah and that is why we do feel so old is because 98 and 99 to 2000 are left thereafter and that's why we feel so old right I feel so old all the time literally same it's terrible And then, and then, like, you get, like, one back cramp, and you're, like, God. Yeah, I'm you're, like, jeez. <laughs> I was at the doctor with my sister yesterday, and the nurse came in to ask me how old I was. And I told her I was 18. She goes, I thought you were 15. I was, like, what? What? And, like, my mom said it was because I had my mask on, and so she could only see, like, part of my face. But then a few weeks before, the eye doctor told me I looked 15. And I just am so confused. I'm like, what is going on? It's because we have those baby faces. Yeah, literally. Especially if I'm not wearing makeup. I literally Uh, look like a 12-year-old. Yeah. But with the mask, that's so funny that you mentioned that. Because one thing that cracks me up, like, one, I love how some people are really struggling over wearing a mask. But for me, it's never been, like, that big of a deal. But, like, for me, it was more of, like... I, my smile, like, is, like, a big part of my face. Mm, Like me. So, yeah. So, it's, like, I'm always smiling most of the time. Mm -hmm. And so, when I'm wearing a mask, like, you can't see that. And so, I literally feel like my entire face changes when I have to wear my Mm -hmm. mask. Yeah. (laughs) No, absolutely. It does. And, like, you can't tell if people are joking or Literally. like serious I was on set a few days ago or like last weekend I think mm-hmm. and um every time someone would give me a direction I couldn't tell if they were talking to me or not <laughs> right? so I was just staring off into space for like five minutes people were trying to talk to me I had no idea because you can't like I don't know what the bottom half of your mouth has to do with right. that or the bottom half of your face, but I just, I was struggling, and I couldn't tell when people were being sarcastic or when they were joking. I thought people were serious. Really? Oh my gosh, these masks are going to ruin friendships. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's so bad. They and imagine really the nightmare for people that, like, cannot detect sarcasm. Oh my gosh, <laughs> they're probably not doing well. Not doing well. I mean, I That's send out learned... my sympathy to those people. But it's been interesting seeing like in society like when I like go out to the store and I like see like how people interact now yeah it's so different because I was telling my mom like we're both very like much like huggers Mm -hmm. and like that's my main form of communication like I'm just a hugger so like most of the time like my first reflex I don't care if you're a stranger my first reflex is to hug you yeah and I've just always been that way, literally, since I was a little kid. And, like, I would meet, like, another little girl on the playground. Yeah, and I would hug. Just hug them mm, that's so cute. <laughs> and um, so it's been hard for me, like, with quarantine. Because, like, now I can't just, like, hug people yeah. all the time. And it's just so weird. And especially, like, when it was our graduation. Yes. And we did a socially distanced graduation. Yeah. And, and 
it was just so weird like seeing those people after so many months first of all yeah and feeling like it was already our high school reunion Mm -hmm. or something basically (laughs) (laughs) and then um like just seeing people and then awkwardly like not being able to touch them Mm -hmm. and then like being like oh what do I do with my hands no you're right it's so weird it is so weird. I it was is- thinking that last night. I was in my bathroom and I was trying to recall the last time I hugged somebody. Right? I really was struggling. Taylor, when I tell you, I think it was like February, the Literally. end of February that I received a hug from somebody and I am I'm a hugger myself, but I am not super big. I'm like my love language is not physical touch. It's not. Um mm. and so I am not the one that's, like, constantly wanting to be touched and touching other people, but I do love a good hug, and I was telling my mom that I think if I could get a good hug from somebody, like, a good hug, like, 15 seconds of just, like, warm embrace, I really yes. think that I might, like, seal back together. Like, I feel like Literally? there are, like, cracks, like, emotional cracks, and if someone just were to hug me, I think I might be okay. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's so weird. Is that not crazy? It's, February was the last time someone hugged me. It's July. That's so it's it's July. That's inappropriate and criminal, <laughs> if you ask me. It's ridiculous. It's just so weird. And then it's like, but I have seen like people. If I'm out and about, like I see how people are now like smiling more with their eyes. Yeah. And that's been very interesting to see, yeah. like, how different people, like, do that. Because, like, you know, we're in the South. So, like, most people, if you see them in the store, they're going to, like, greet you in some nice Southern way. Yeah. <laughs> but um, now it's, like, if I see someone in the store and I, like, see someone in the aisle or something just passing by someone, now it's just, like, people kind of just, like, either, like, raise their <laughs> eyebrows or, like, they smile with their eyes. It's a very weird yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, and it's like a it's like a mutual thing. Yes. Oh my goodness. It's like a mutual acknowledgement. Oh, or the worst is when you forget your mask. You want to hear something so funny? Yesterday morning, I went for my run and I had to get gas after, and mm-hmm. I was walking up and I had forgotten my mask. I didn't bring my purse, which I have masks in my purse now, which is just Me too. even weirder. Um, <laughs> where if someone's like, "Oh, I don't have a mask," I'm like, "Oh, I have eight in my bag. Let me go get Literally. you one." In my glove department. Yes, I need to put some in, in my car. Really- <laughs> All I had in my car was paper towels, right? Mm-hmm. So I got a paper towel, one singular square paper towel, and I folded it, like, diagonally, like um, I was starting a paper airplane or something. Like, I folded mm-hmm. it so the corners touched, so it became a triangle. Yeah. And I put it behind my ears, like, I tucked it behind my ears, over my mouth, and then put my sunglasses on so it didn't come out because <laughs> I did not have a mask, and the sweet woman at the gas station literally gave me a mask. She was like, here, I don't know what your situation is, what your struggle is today, but here's a mask. <laughs> it was so embarrassing, but I needed to go inside the gas station because I don't use, like, the outside thingy, um, yeah. and so I go in, and I'm like, I'm on this pump, and I need gas, blah, blah, whatever, and so that was why, and I genuinely don't know how to work a pump like outside of a gas station fun fact I have no <laughs> really? clue how to do it I also can't use car washes but like that's off subject um I've actually never used a car wash I, I think about it I cannot for the life of me get my car onto the tracks <laughs> so I just got out of the car the first time and let the guy at the Google pull my car into the car wash 
honestly. Not kidding. And I haven't gone back since. I washed my car by hand because I was so traumatized. Me too. I wash my my car by hand. Or my dad, like, takes it up there for me sometimes if he feels like it. And now I'm scared because, you know, with going into college soon, that's going to be real awkward for me because, like, my dad can't just take my car. Right. You you can't be out in the parking lot washing your car. Right. Can you imagine? Yeah, we might need to do that one day. Just learn. Can okay. you imagine, like, me being out in the parking deck, like, <laughs> and just, like, washing my With car no casually. hose. You have, like, 25 yeah. water bottles. Oh, my goodness. In between classes, just scrubbing. That would be so tragic. Speaking, that reminds me, I need to clean my car. I need to remember to do that. But, me, too, literally. But, uh um, I got us off track. Me, too. <laughs> but, anyways. <laughs> um... We can talk about, we need to talk about how our generation has a tendency to like, we're so, we're so, we have such a craving for some reason for like wanting, I I guess, like fame or exposure Mm. in some way um, on social media. And we just like, I don't know why we crave that so much. I mean, I'm guilty of it in the past, but it's like we for some reason just want that validation yeah from people that we don't even know which is the funny part yeah like, we don't even know these people and we're just like we want their validation like why <laughs> when you think about it it makes zero sense <laughs> yeah no it's kind of weird like why do we care like what like five other million people think like yeah. that we don't even know but um but yet like we say that we don't care what like our family thinks mm-hmm. or something but then it's like oh but, but yeah we care about what all these other people think about us but it's just interesting how we we tend to lean to the other side like we're like oh we want validation from the world but then we like noticing lately I was thinking about Kanye West and it was just a random thought that came up the other day I was like it's just so interesting to me how, and I even think, I don't even remember where this would be in the Bible, but I think at some point God talks about how, you know, different people in our world, um, quote unquote fools, mm-hmm. um, are going to be given influence in a way that yeah. isn't for them. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's certain people in our world that should not have influence yeah. and we know that like there are certain people that you know you just look at and you're like why on earth do they have like so many followers they have this platform and they're not spreading the good news about Christ yeah you know and it just sucks honestly because it's like you think about oh like if you were placed you know if you gave that following it's amazing what giving someone with good intentions Mm -hmm. a platform um could do like just imagining like if we gave if we took the following from all of these other people that don't really deserve it honestly yeah and then we take that and we give it to people of Christ and we give it to people that will spread the gospel if we handed it over to them just imagine how different our world would be yeah because it's like if you think about it, like you go on Instagram and you see all these different people that use their platform for just 
randomness or like just stuff that isn't promoting the good news right or you just go to their account and you're just you can't figure out why they're famous you're like yes. what are you famous for yes literally what have you done exactly literally no, I get that. and the whole concept to me of like um especially on youtube i think the whole concept of like vlogging and stuff is really funny to me because how different influencers like Emma Chamberlain, different influencers like Hannah Maloche, all of them. Yeah. It's funny to me how like people like them have such a big platform for simply sharing their life. Yeah. And that whole concept is just hilarious to me. Like we're just people on this earth and they're famous for sharing their life like I like it's like what's so intriguing like literally they'll post like like literally I think there was one video where Emma posted a video of her just dyeing her hair or something like and it gets like millions of views and like tons of comments and stuff and like we're calling her and other people like an icon and all this kind of stuff and to me it's just like what like it doesn't make any sense it does not no you're right it's like it's like okay so what you're saying is that I can just have a huge following from posting a video of what I eat in a day yeah like why is that so interesting (laughs) I have no idea I mean it just it goes to show that like humans are such simple creatures because like if it's aesthetically pleasing to look at and it's a lifestyle that you strive for, but you probably don't live. It's just mm-hmm. as entertaining to watch. Yes. Just as entertaining. Yeah. And like how you say, like, uh, if it's aesthetically pleasing to look at, that goes back to, like, people that we find attractive. Mm. Because I feel like that's a main reason for people becoming famous and stuff. Because yeah. we're like you know we look at people and we idolize them and we put them on this pedestal where god should be and we're like oh this guy like for instance um like sean mendez um for instance like if we look at him and we're like oh my gosh he's so hot blah blah blah," you know and then instantly all these different followers come in all this different stuff you know now people are listening to his music because yeah. of the same reason, because they find him aesthetically pleasing to look at. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like the same purpose. Like, I guarantee you, if Sean Mendez or if um, Idris Elba, just random people that you find attractive, if you look at them and you took away their attractiveness, yeah. then, like, would they really have the same following? And that's a question that I think is so interesting to ask. Yeah. It's like, are you really following this person because you like, the news that they're spreading and you like what they're talking about or yeah. are you following them because you think, Oh, they're really cute. They're really yeah. nice. To look at. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think our society, um, especially with like TikTok and stuff like that, I think we, our generation loves to promote things that are aesthetically pleasing. And yeah. we like to like the whole culture of TikTok to me was so interesting because it was like, you know, people like Charlie um, and Dixie D'Amelio and all of them, like, you look at them and you're like, okay, what are they really famous for, mm-hmm. Dan? Like, I mean, to me, the whole concept of saying, like, even to me just saying, like, oh, they're famous for dancing. 
it uh, it's just funny to me because it's like, is it really dancing? Yeah, is it really? You're just like, <laughs> huh? Like, I feel like I'm being offensive to actual dancers. Like, if I yeah. say, like, oh, they're famous for dancing, because I feel like people are going to be like, oh, they're not. Are they really dancing? Are they really? Yeah. You know, it's just, like, funny because it's, like, those people, people don't want to admit the real reason that people like Charlie and Dixie and all of them got famous. They don't want to admit the real reason is because they're aesthetically pleasing to look at. They, um, you know, they, they post certain videos and you like looking at them dance to a certain video, but, but why for the main reason is because we like to look at things that we're not. Yeah. And I think that's a huge problem in our society is Mm -hmm. we look at people and we're like, oh, they have this body that I want. They have this hair that I want. Um, you know, I like the way they do their makeup. So I'm going to start following them because Mm -hmm. I want to learn how to do mine like that. And it's like, we do that with the sole purpose, because I feel like, honestly, if all of us were completely content with how we looked and all of that, yeah, we wouldn't idolize the same people. Yeah. Honestly, like, it's like, if you're really content with who you are and you look at yourself and you think you're this and that, then you probably honestly wouldn't be following the same people because of that main reason. Because what are they? I think we tend to forget that, you know, all people on this earth benefit, all relationships you have, you benefit from them in some way. Yeah. Which is why I always say, um, quote unquote it's like people find this so scandalous and it's like I don't mean it in that way so bear with me but it's like people are like I I always say it's good to have friends with benefits and not in the way a sexual way right but in a way of you wouldn't you wouldn't be friends with someone you wouldn't have a relationship with someone that you don't mutually benefit from each other in some way whether you know you're benefiting from them or or not. not yeah you are you benefit from someone in some way so let's say I take um I take me and a friend of mine we both benefit from each other in some way because either they encourage me in my faith and I encourage them in theirs I um you know I hype them up they hype me up um you know we are just positive influences for each other therefore you know we benefit each other in that way so why would you have a friendship or a relationship that you don't benefit from each other like all people get something from someone else and that all stems from us being selfish yeah (laughs) literally that's what it is we all stem from that and we all stem from sin so we automatically want something from someone else which is why I think a lot of people um choose to not believe in God and that's just mm-hmm. the real truth of it is because we, I always say everyone, and this is very controversial, but it's next week on exposing the truth part two. This way is not going to work. So the Lord starts telling me, he's like, take a left, take a right, go two streets up, take another right. Wow. Before I know it, I'm there. I'm literally there from deep in Vestavia to where I need to be. 
Thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed Exposing the Truth Part 1. Stay tuned next week for Exposing the Truth Part 2. So excited for you guys to hear this amazing message with Liv. And I hope you guys enjoyed and took notes and found some great things to um, really take to heart from this episode. And yeah, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Podcast. And we love you.